From the Nifty Studios and Trick or Treat Productions comes a spine-tingling special Halloween episode of Tales from the Trenches. Chilling dramatizations of cases ripped from the advance sheets. Today's episode, The Ichabod Incident. It's late October and the weather is colder. The leaves have shriveled and fallen off the trees and the horrid scent of pumpkin spice fills the air. It's a time when malevolent spirits haunt the world of the living. Such a spirit is about to visit our old friend the boss on this Halloween night as he travels home from an office Halloween party. After telling war stories and guzzling far too many candy corn martinis with his buddies, a woozy boss caught the last train to Sleepy Hollow. The train and the evening's activity lull the boss to sleep soon after 125th Street. Let's see what happens. Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow next. Next station stop is Sleepy Hollow. Hey, buddy, wake up. That's your stop. Oh, what? oh yeah, gee, thanks a lot. I don't mention it, Ichabod. What? What did you call me? But before he could get the answer, the train was at the station. The doors opened, and the boss stumbled onto the platform. Where's my wife? She was supposed to pick me up. Katrina! Katrina, where are you? Oh, not here. I'm going to have to walk home. Ichabod. Ichabod. Ichabod, boss. Uh, who's there? Who's calling me? Why are people calling me Ichabod? You cannot escape me, Ichabod, boss. We have unfinished business. You cannot escape me. Who are you? Why are you following me? You cannot escape me. Although so many of your colleagues forget me. Am I that forgettable? Oh, sure. I'm not as flashy as Discovery. Or as famous as Brady. You know Tom Brady? No, fool. The case. I am... Orama. Frightened, the boss starts to run and the mysterious Orama pursues him on horseback. You cannot escape me. Giddy up, Bellicosa! As he ran, the boss looked back and now saw who, or rather what, was chasing him. The boss saw the rider in relief against the sky, gigantic in height, muffled in a cloak. The boss was horror-struck on perceiving that the rider was headless. His horror was increased on observing that the horseman carried before him a flaming book. But not just any book. It was the New York official reporter, 78 New York Second to be exact. And while the book flamed in the headless rider's hand, it was not consumed by the fire. The horse reared on its hind legs, blocking out the moonlight, and the headless rider hurled the book at the boss. It struck him knocking him against a tree, and the flaming tome fell open to page 270. God, Sooks, what do you want from me? Read from the book, at the page where it opened. People be Orama, but why? Because it cannot be forgotten. Do you know the case? Of course. 
It sets forth the method of ensuring that requests for information from deliberating juries pursuant to CPL 31030 are given a meaningful response. That is true. But what else? There is more. Oh, oh, oh yes, 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 yes. The attorneys have to be given meaningful notice of the note's contents and an opportunity to be heard about what the proper response should be to the note. Yes. And does Orama give any guidance about how to ensure there is meaningful notice to the parties and that a meaningful response is given to the jury? <laughs> yes, yes, Bellicosa. I know you know the answer. Let's see if this mortal does. Of course I know. The case gives seven steps that should be followed in addressing communications from the jury. Here they are. Number one, jurors' inquiries must generally be done in writing. Number two, jurors' inquiries should be marked as a court exhibit. Number three, the note should be read into the record by the court in the presence of counsel before the jury returns to the courtroom. Number four, counsel should then be afforded a full opportunity to suggest appropriate responses. Number five, the court should apprise counsel of the instruction it will give so that any objections, it can be addressed before the jury returns to court. Number six, the defendant must be present. Number seven, when the jury returns to the courtroom, the judge should read the note in open court so the jurors can correct any inaccuracies in the transcript of the inquiry. Very good. That's pretty straightforward, right? Yes, yes, Bellicosa. It is an excellent piece of writing. And it has been the procedure for low over 30 years. So why is it so forsaken? Well, I don't know exactly. I mean, I trained on it, sent out little memos and takeaways, and oh, I have a really nice PowerPoint presentation. Silence! That is insufficient. The procedure is often violated. Do you know what happens when it is not followed? Oh, well, it's not good. Reversal and a new trial, generally. Yes. Like in this case, People vs. Xenon from the 4th Department, decided on September 30th, 2022. Behold the decision! Ah, I see it! Flaming in this tree! The trial court failed to read the exact text of a jury note to defense counsel before counsel and the court agreed on a response to the note. As a result, the Fourth Department held that counsel was deprived of meaningful notice. Yes. A similar fate befell me when I was an ADA. And thus I was cursed by my elected DA to ride throughout the state, warning of this situation. It is a fate I must endure until no such errors occur for 25 consecutive years. And now, because of this case, I must start over. <laughs> no offense, Bellicosa, my friend, my faithful companion. Boy, that seems like a harsh sentence you got. 
You mock me, sir. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Listen, in 2007, the Court of Appeals in People v. Kassoon and Martin reiterated the importance of the trial judge following the directives found in the Arama decision to meet their core responsibility to properly respond to jury notes. Now, the core responsibility is of two parts. Number one, to give meaningful notice to counsel on the specific content of the juror's request. That's so in order to ensure counsel's opportunity to frame intelligent suggestions for the fairest and least prejudicial response, and also to provide a meaningful response to the jury. What? Do you mean? Exactly. The core responsibility criterion demonstrates that while Orama procedures should be followed, proper response to jury notes can be done without following them verbatim, as long as there is meaningful notice to counsel of the specifics of the note, so counsel can give input for a meaningful, non-prejudicial response to be given to the jury. This is extraordinary. Well, my advice is that the key to avoiding reversible error is that the ADA must participate in the jury note procedures and prevent the judge from reading the note to the jury all the Orama criteria have been satisfied. It is valuable to have a printed version of the Orama criteria and the decision to hand to the judge and defense when you go to court to deal with notes from the jury. So even if the judge strays slightly from the Orama procedures, ADAs can ensure the responsibilities are met. Very well done, Ichabod. Go forth and educate so that I may cease my eternal errand. To Albany, Bellicosa. As the headless rider galloped off, the boss felt himself being shaken and found that he was on a bench at the train station being awakened by his wife. Honey, honey, wake up. Oh, dear, is that you? Of course it is. You look so pale, like you've seen a ghost. Listen, did you see a large, headless man wearing a black cape on horseback? No, but he sounds kind of dreamy. What, what, what did you say? Uh-oh, I said, uh, how about some tea? Hot and steamy. This has been a spine-tingling special Halloween episode of Tales from the Trenches. Today's episode was inspired by People vs. Xenon, decided by the 4th Department on September 30th, 2022. It also featured People vs. Orama, 78 New York 2nd, 270, and People vs. Kassoon, 8 New York 3rd, 129. These cases and lots of other information can be found on NIPTI's Prosecutor's Encyclopedia, this episode was written, produced, directed, and performed by your friends here at NIPTI. So be sure to join us for our next thrilling episode of Tales from the Trenches when we hear... Hi! Welcome to Starbucks. Can I take your order? Uh, two pumpkin spice lattes, please. <laughs> no, I didn't forget. Extra whipped cream on my horse's latte. So long for now.